Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, in the doubleheader between Heavy Hitters and AFC Oakwood. Heavy Hitters 6, AFC Oakwood 1 in Game 1. And Heavy Hitters 0, AFC Oakwood 2 in Game 2. So another three points dropped there for AFC Oakwood. Massive defeat in the first game, 6-1. But they bounced back in Game 2 with a 2-0 win. But again, that's three more points dropped. That's, you know, more opportunity for Highgate Albion to overtake them. And in our game of the week, the Turkish derby, Zaza 1, Mehmetchik 0. I went for a 2-1 win for Mehmetchik. They had some decent results recently, especially in the league. But Zaza take the win with the only goal of the game. In the championship, Panda 2, London Wednesday 1, Northwest Wolves 3, Horizon 0. And in a double header between Highgate Albion Reserves and AFTV. Highgate Albion Reserves 3, AFTV 1 in Game 1. And Highgate Albion Reserves 1, AFTV 2 in Game 2. I actually went for a draw in Game 1 and an AFTV winning Game 2. But both teams take 3 points out of that. In Division 1, AC Finchley 4, AFC Rose 2. A uh, very disappointing result from us. Uh, performance weren't there, especially after the uh, great effort we had um, last week against North London Athletic. It just wasn't there from, you know, the kickoff. And uh, we were 4-0 down and, you know, two goals late on, you know, made the score a bit more respectable. But we definitely deserved to lose on the day. Uh, in Division 2, Grange Pot 2, Sopranos 2 and Trent Pot 4, Powerhouse 0. In Division 3, SC Crickwood 0, Shentry Athletic 1, Highgate Albion 3rd 7, Whetstone FC 3 and North London Colts 3, Ammonia U3. In Division 4, Nissy 4, London Orient 1, FC Muswell Hill 1, Underdogs 2, uh, and Barnet South, um, made a via four, Camden FC two, and in our game of the week, Barnet South and nil, Highgate Albion Falls five, Highgate Albion Falls touching distance of winning the Division Four title. I actually went for a three-one win. I expected them to win, um, but Barnet South had picked up, you know, a couple of good results recently. So I thought there may be a little bit of a banana slip there or a chance for Barnet South to make the game interesting but it looks like it was far from interesting for Barnet Salsa as Highgate Albion false put five past them. In Division 5 North London Panthers 1, New Barnet 3, Reverend Reporters 1, Armenian Youth Association 8 and in our game of the week top of the table clash North West Wolves 2, NLR 3 
actually went for a two on win for Northwest Wolves. But NLR, you know, they've been really good recently. They had some good results um, in the league and in some cup competitions. And it's a fantastic result for them. Really keeps their title hopes alive. They've, you know, done very well to get back in the race. And Northwest Wolves will be disappointed that they couldn't put away one of their closest challenges for the league title. In Division 6, ASC Rosa nil, Mill Club the Football seconds 1, EFNS 5, Atletico Grammar nil, and Interman Razor 1, AFC Oakwood thirds nil. In the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, or, uh, another one of our games of the week, Olympian nil, Highgate Albion 3. I actually went for a draw here. Olympiad beating some very good teams this season. Um... But it looks like Highgate Albion were a bit too much for them on the day. Uh, Highgate Albion in some good form. Obviously, the defeat in the National Cup will be disappointing for them. But they bounced back uh, very professionally with wins over Under the Radar. And now Olympia. So they move on in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. In the Intermediate Cup, Torriano 1, Enfield United 7. So no free kick routines for Torriano this week. Uh, AFC Oak Reserves 2, North London Athletic 5, in the BSFL Shield, Enfield Albion Neil Pantera 4, and Radlett Town 5, Berylic Spore 5, Radlett Town winning a thriller 7-6 on penalties, in the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, Camden Town Athletic 5, Edmonton Rovers 1, in the Invitational Cup, AFC Edmonton 4, Northumberland Park Rangers 2, Anatolians 2, Continental 0, Mill Club the Football 1, Gal All-Stars 1, uh, Gal All-Stars winning 3-1 on penalties there, and Park Rolls 2, The Wrong and 3, so looking forward to the fixtures in our Premier Division, there's only one game this week, it's our game of the week, Zaza taking on The Wrong Uns. both teams coming off victories, I think Zaza are going to take this one. I'm um, going for a tight 2-1 win for Zaza. In Division 1, only game of the week again. Mill Club the Football versus AC Finchley. In Division 2, Sopranos taking on AFC Edmonton. And Powerhouse facing Northumberland Park Rangers. In Division 3, Whetstone FC taking on Fireside. And South Tottenham United taking on Ammonia Youth. In Division 4... Only game of the week are Arnest Rangers taking on AFC Muswell Hill. Division 5, Armenian Youth Association taking on Koniach Athletic. And Enfield Albion taking on Edmonton Rovers. And in Division 6, Atletico Grammar taking on Camden Town Athletic. Pantera taking on um, AFC Oakwood Thirds. And Interman Razor 24 taking on AFC Rosa in a double header. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. Torriano taking on Gal All-Stars. Brotherhood Cosy facing Enfield United. London Wednesday taking on Highgate Albion Reserves. And in our tie of the round, Highgate Albion taking on Park Rolls. Highgate Albion looking very good recently. One blip, you know, in the last few games. But it was a good team they played. And I think they'll have too much for Park Rolls. It was actually a repeat of last year's cup final in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. I think they're going to have a bit too much for part rolls again. I've gone for them winning 4-1. In the Junior Challenge Cup, Barnet Salsa taking on North London Colts. 
Highgate Albion third taking on Grange Park, Camden FC facing Northwest Wolves, and NLR taking on Radlett Town in the Intermediate Cup. Anatolians facing Trent Park in the Junior Cup. Nissi facing Highgate Albion Wolves in the Richard Martin Memorial Cup. Locomotive Thunder taking on Cricklewood and Millhook Club the Football Seconds taking on Shentry in the Invitational Cup. AFTV taking on Panda. Uh, in one of our ties of the round, Olympia taking on AFC Oakwood. Should be a fantastic game. Both teams need to bounce back from disappointing you know, results. AFC Oakwood only getting three points from the doubleheader. Olympia falling to Highgate Albion. I think Olympia are going to take this one. Oakwood have been stuttering lately. And I can see Olympia picking up the win. I've gone for a 2-1 for Olympia. And in another one of our games of the week in the Invitational Cup, heavy hitters taking on NLI, uh, North London Athletic. Um, should be a fantastic game again. Two very good teams. Uh, I've gone for heavy hitters there to win 4-2. Join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello everyone, it's April here from the Hatley and Leighton Sunday League. Busy, busy Sunday that's just gone. So I'm just going to jump straight into it. I'm going to start off with the Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup results. As you may or may not be aware, this week was the prelim round. We have one fixture that's still got to go ahead this coming Sunday. But... Other results are in. So we have Burbeck who faced off against FC Carpet E. FC Carpet E easily went through to the next round by beating Burbeck Orient 3-0. Then we have Bo Badgers who faced off against Millfields. Millfields managed to get through to the next round by beating Bo Badgers 4-2. Then we have East London faced off against Fish Island. Fish Island just managed to get through to the next round by beating East London 1-2. Nil. Then we have Wood Green who faced off against Community Road. This seemed like a very tight game as the final result was Wood Green 4, Community Road 5. So Community Road just getting through to the next round. And lastly, we have the Gun 2 who faced off against Wojak Sunday. The Gun 2 come out strong, got through to the next round by beating Wojak Sunday 5 1. Moving on now, we have our division results. So I'm going to start off with Division 4. First up, we have Football Club 22, who faced off against Lionmore Gardens. This is a very interesting game. I was present for it. Lionmore Gardens were 2-0 down at half-time. And after half-time, they come out looking like a completely different team. And they managed to get the three points and get the win by beating Football Club 22 3-2. It was a very, very close game. Then we have London Jaguars who faced off against Bebo Badgers. London Jaguars suffered a defeat last week. This week, they've done their work. They dug in, got back to winning ways by beating Bo Badgers 5-1. Next up, we have South London Sharks who faced off against Gorillas FC. This was also, I hear, a very interesting game. And the final result was South London Sharks 4 Gorillas FC 3. So South London Sharks just get the three points on that one. 
that was it for Division 4. So, Division 3 now, we only had two league games as the rest were all tied up in our Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup. So, we had Delta Athletic, who faced off against CSM London 2, or as we call them, CSM London Reserves. Delta Athletic were on fire and they apparently played absolutely amazing. When I look back on social media, on CSMs and Deltas, it just goes to show that for some reason, CSM just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net and Delta Athletic played some brilliant football and they got the three points and beat CSM London Reserves 4-0. And lastly, for Division 3, we have a Lever 11 who faced off against the Wenlock. A Lever 11 just managed to push through, just managed to get the three points as they beat the Wenlock 3-2. Division 2 now. So, first up, we have Clapton Community versus Boca Albion. Unfortunately, Boca Albion couldn't get a team out, which means that was a home win by forfeit to Clapton Community. Next up, Atletico DFZ versus Stoke Newington Youth. Atletico DFZ get the three points as they beat Stoke Newington Youth 1-0. Next up, Gladstone Wanderers versus Sunday FC. Gladstone Wanderers up their game this week and they managed to get three points as they beat Sunday FC 2-1. Next up, we have HNL All-Stars who faced off against Caledonian Park. Apparently, that was a very tasty game. And the result shows as it is a point a piece as the final result was 2-2. Two, two. And lastly, we have a massive result for Division 2 as the Gun faced off against Limited Pros. The Gun absolutely smashed it by beating Limited Pros a massive 10-2. Hopefully Limited Pros can come back in the league and do better, work on themselves, do a bit of training and hopefully the results start showing for them in the upcoming weeks. Moving swiftly on now to Division 1, we have Azteca, who faced off against CSM London. Azteca managed to get the three points as they beat CSM London for free. Not a good week for the CSM club, as their reserves lost, and so did their first team. But as we know, CSM London will fight back. They'll do some work behind the scenes, and no doubt... Their teams will come back with a few more points. There's still enough games in the season to go for the two teams. So that's interesting. Moving on, we have Hakwenyi Tech Tree, who faced off against Boundary Estate. Boundary Estate have been doing amazing in Division 1, and this week was no exception as they beat Hakwenyi 2-1. Northeast Lions faced off against Mateo. I heard this was a very, very interesting game, and Mateo were victorious as they beat Northeast Lions 3-2. Next up, we have Stoke Newington, who faced off against Navarino FC. Navarino FC have been doing some work behind the scenes, and this week their work paid off as they beat Stoke Newington a massive 5-0. And lastly, for Division 1, we have Stratford Juniors, who faced off against Hackney Spartans. Hackney Spartans apparently come out strong from the gate, half-time, even stronger. And it shows in the final result as they get the three points by beating Stratford Juniors 5-1. And lastly, for our league results, we have our Premier Division. So first up, we have Badu FC versus FC Neva. This was the game I was most interested in to see the result as Badu have had really really good start to the season but unfortunately they've had a few bad results and 
this week, unfortunately, another bad result for Badu, but a massive result for FC Neva as they get the three points, which, if you look at the Premier Division table, every point counts, every goal counts. It's very, very tight for the Premier Division. So FC Neva get three points as they beat Badu 1-0. Next up, we have Crondall, who faced off against Dognake FC. Crondall, a massive result for them this week as they beat Dognake 6-1. I did hear there were three penalties in that game. So that's also interesting. Kind of wish I would have been there to see that. But anyway, moving on. Lastly, we have Hackney Borough who faced off against FC Moldova. Hackney Borough were victorious, which took them to the top of the table as they beat FC Moldova 3-1. So that's our results from Sunday. Moving on now to our fixtures for this upcoming Sunday. Oh, sorry, just really quickly. Lastly, we had Docklands who took part in County Cup. They was away. Unfortunately, they didn't move on to the next round as Kennington beat them 2-0. It was 1-0 at half-time and Docklands just couldn't get a goal. But... Nevertheless, we are super, super proud of their results, of how far they got in County Cup. So, congratulations to Docklands. Well done, guys. You you did represent the league amazing. So, hopefully, next season's your season, but now you can focus on cups and leagues. Moving on to fixtures now. So, as I mentioned, we have our last prelim round for the Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup which will be Docklands versus London Jags so that will be interesting the next round will be played on the 2nd of April and that has already been drawn on Instagram live using the wheel of fortune it it, it did do some good good rounds I have to say very very interesting rounds so if you guys want to watch that back, that is on the Hackney and Leighton Instagram page. So you guys are more than welcome to go and have a look. Also, if you follow the page, you'll get a notification when we next go live. Normally when we go live, that means that there is a cup draw taking place. You can always check the team's progress as well by going onto the full time and typing in Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. That way you can keep up with all league fixtures cup fixtures cup ties and everything else so moving on fixtures for the upcoming sunday which is the 12th of march i can't believe how quickly she is going the 12th of march already anyway we have first up bebo badgers face football club 22 east london will face off against south london sharks Gorillas will face off against Community Road Football Club and Lymore Gardens will face off against the Gun 2. So they are the fixtures for Division 4. Next up we have Division 3 now. So we have Bow Badgers will face the Wenlock. FC Wood Green will face Millfields. Fish Island will face off against CSM London Reserves. Wojak Sunday will face off against Delta athletic so they are division three league fixtures for this upcoming sunday moving on to division two now we have gladstone wanderers will face off against Boca albion stoke new and youth will face off against clapton community sunday fc will face off against afc selwyn Division 1 fixtures now. We have Azteca versus Stoke Newington. 
Bandry Estate versus Hackney Spartans, Hoquenyi Tech Tree versus Northeast Lions, Stratford Juniors versus Mateo. And lastly, for our Prem Division, we only have one league game in the Prem Division this Sunday, and that is Badu versus Mandizi. It is also Cup Week over Hackney Marshes. We have the next round of our Dickie Davis Cup, and that will be so. First up, we have FC Neva will face off against the Gun. That should be a tricky game for the Gun as FC Neva are a really, really good Prem side. Then we also have another Prem side who are facing off against Div 2 side HL All Stars. Then we have Hackney Borough versus FC Carper E, so Prem versus Div 3. Then we have Limited Pros versus City East FC, so another Prem team going up against Div 2. Then we have Lucia All Stars versus Atletico DFZ. Then we have Navarino, who will face off against Caledonian Park. And then, as I said earlier, we have the Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup tie, which is Docklands versus London Jags. So some interesting ties. A lot of people will probably look and go, oh, the Prem sides will go through, or the higher divisions will go through. As we all know, every game has to be treated like a cup final. You never know what's going to happen. And it wouldn't surprise me if on next week's podcast i say that there's been a few upsets hopefully not a lot but i think there may be so that's it for this week guys i've gone through all the results from last sunday and all the fixtures that are upcoming over the marshes this sunday if you want to watch some good quality grassroots football on a sunday morning come down to Hattie marshes everybody is welcome and you won't be disappointed. There are plenty of games that are there to be watched and to be enjoyed by everybody. And as we always say over the marshes, game on. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday League section of the Selk Podcast. And we have plenty of goals to bring you this week from across the divisions and one cup tie. So second took on third in the Premier Division with Artois United facing K-Sports Sunday. And it's a welcome three points as Artois keep up the hunt to chase down East Morling. This time with a 4-0 home win. Scorers for Artois are not known for this one. But Dave Borton caught up with the Artois chairman Tim Furley-Way after this one. So I'm with Tim Furleyway, who is the chairman and manager of Artois First Team. We're down at Longmead, and you've just won 4-0, Tim, against uh, K-Sports. And I thought you played really well in the first half. Yeah, we're very pleased with that, to be honest. Yeah, 3-0 at half-time. I think we come out of the blocks, started fast, and uh, yeah, a strong lead at half-time led as well uh, for a positive result. Absolutely, yeah. First half, um, that's the best I've seen you play for a while, actually. Talk us through the goals in the first half. Uh, so our goal contributions two from Regan Cork today uh, one from Lucas Moraine and Dan Ashton with a header at the back post uh, some of the other goals I thought were quality football to be fair Reggie scored a lovely goal with a curling right footed shot um, but yeah some good team play throughout it was yeah pitch was a bit bibbly bobbly wasn't it a bit hard to get it, get it down but uh, they're a strong team but I think uh, 
when the chances come along, you took them. And defensively, you've got a very good goalkeeper in the back four. Very strong today. Is that is that full strength for you, would you say? We're there or thereabouts. Our skipper was unavailable this week, Nathan Mosley. Um, and we've had a couple of lads pick up knocks yesterday, but we're there or thereabouts. It was pleasing, though. Another clean sheet. And like you say, Dave, when called upon in goal, Dave Holdstock doing his bit. Yeah, no, he was very strong, very strong. Now, you've got them the same fixture in a couple of weeks at the cup final, the first of our cup finals down at the Gallagher. It's on Friday night, uh, always a good atmosphere. 7.45 kick-off. I think it, it's going to be a different type of game. I know they were shorter bodies today. Yeah. They had a bare 11. So, um, your first cup final in the Mason and Mid-Kent Stanley Football League must be something you're looking forward to. Yeah, we all are. The lads are really looking forward to it. It's, uh, the Gallagher, obviously, somewhere a lot of the boys are familiar with and looking forward to playing at. And being on a Friday night, I'm sure there'll be a good following and fingers crossed some good support down there. Well, they're always well supported with the final. So, you know, so please put the word out amongst your... Tunbridge colleagues and that, if anybody wants to come along, um, you know, it's going to be a cracking game. Um, I think it be a, might be a bit more of a tighter game, though. I think you're right, David. I think, you know, they were, the K-Sports have been a strong side over the last couple of years, and I know they were missing a few bodies today, uh, speaking to Danny. Um, so I'm sure we'll be in for a tougher, tighter affair yeah. than uh, what, what prevailed today. Well... A cracking game for our first of our four finals at the Gallagher. I'm really looking forward to seeing you down there. Well done today. A really good three points for you. Thank you ever so much, David. No worries. So our thanks to Dave and Tim for that uh, interview and roundup of that game there. Moving on. So Rubicon Liberic won 3-0 away at Aylesford in a victory that moves them to 12 points in the division. The goals here came from Jake Waring, Bradley Beadle and Daniel Pittman. Goals for Eroms Amros and Kafu Bedi gave Byron Blues victory over Langley Athletic. Andrew Thomas getting the reply for Langley in this one. The only game in Division 1 was lost as unfortunately Gauthurst United have now withdrawn from the league with immediate effect. In Division 2, and Eccles went top following their 1-0 win against Vinters. The goal from Dan Packman enough to give them the points. Coxie from Farley had a Marius Bruges goal to thank for giving them the points in their 1-0 win over Yielding and Laddingford. That result moves Coxie off the bottom and up to 6th. In Division 3, and Ditton Miners were 5-2 winners at home to Maidstone Tempest, with goals from Sean Cheshire, Kieran Ives, Harlan Tucker and a pair for Jamie Milson, sealing the points. Scott Prudence getting a brace for Tempest, and that result moves Ditton over Tempest in the division. Kent Sands United keep up their unbeaten record, but had to settle for a draw against Invicta Sunday. The team shared six goals with George Allen, Callum Hatcher and Scott Gilman netting for Sands, and William Holness and Thomas Newman, plus an own goal for Invicta. The drop points opened up a chance for Len Valley to go top and they took it in style, winning 7-1 at home to Maidstone Kestrels. Five goals for Matthew Spry and a goal each for Jamie Duckering and Jason Parsons, while Brandon Hole got the Kestrels reply. Walnut Wanderers picked up another three points, this time with a 4-0 away victory at Parkwood Jupiters. Scorers from this one not known, so can't bring you the details from this one. And it leaves Parkwood still searching for a point. In the League Challenge Cup, United 1948 progressed with a 6-0 win over Leybourne. Goals here came from Silvio Cibano and Miroslav Kozev with a brace each. And Flavius Petrosor and Konstantin Scarlett with a goal each. 
Now looking ahead to Sunday the 12th of March and the fixtures we have uh, include a real clash of the titans with East Morning versus Artois in the Premier Division as first take on second and that will be interesting to see where that title race heads. Barman Blues face K-Sport Sunday and United 1948 play Rubicon Limerick and if Rubicon L Limerick win that one they will leapfrog United 1948 and move up to fourth. Division one sees Whitehorse versus Barming Youth, and the first double header of the season in Division two as Vinters take on Minter. Uh, Coxie and Farley play Park Royal. Sutton Valence face Eccles Sunday, and Yordian Landford face IGS. Passing Division three, we have Ditter Miners versus Yordian Landford Reserves. Mason Tempest travel to Invicta Sunday. Then Valley take on Parkwood Jupiters and Kent Sands United travel to Maidstone Kestrels. So that's it for this week. Hope you've enjoyed listening and look forward to bringing you back up to date again next week. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League part of the Celt podcast all across the leagues bringing you the results and fixtures of the previous week and the weeks coming up. Starting with the results of the 5th of March in the Ron Pike Premier, AFC Croydon Town 1st 5, JSPL 1, Dio Valente 2, Broccoli Athletic 2, Greenwich Park Rangers 3, United Bowlers 0, Duke FC 2, AFC Croydon Town Reserves 1, Peoples 2, Athletic Dudel 1. In Division 1, AFC Charlton 2, Thames City Blues 1, Borden Sports 10, South West Foxes 4, Honor Oak 4, AFC Rondo 2, Southside Trojans 2, South London Athletic 2. In Division 2, AFC Cell 1, Catford FC 1, Avery Hill Athletic Reserve 6, Haywards 5, Bromley Road 1, New Life United 1, Orbiton Athletic 2, Kingbrook Kings 3, Red Lion Shooters Hill 3, South London Doves 2. In the Bartholomew Trophy, Lustianos 3, Duke of Clarence 0. Next is the fixtures. Fixtures for the 12th of March. In the Ron Pope Premier, Dia Valente versus AFC Coin Town First Team. Duke of Clarence versus JSPL. Joker FC versus Golden Eagles. In the John Pitt Senior, Athletic Dildow versus AFC Coin Town Reserves. Peoples versus Duke FC, Zavalas versus Lambeth All-Star Reserves, in Division 1, Borden Sports versus South London Athletic, Honor Oak versus South West Foxes, Rosen Crown versus AFC Charlton, Southside Trojans versus Tim City Blues, in Division 2, Bromley Road versus Opton Athletic, Catford FC versus Red Lion Shooters Hill, Kibbert Kings versus New Life United, Petswood versus Haywards, Avery Hill versus South London Doves. And in the Ted Holder, Lions United versus AFC Cell. That's all for this week. We'll have a roundup again next week. Enjoy your game. Play, be safe. Injury free. Till next week. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast. The games played on Sunday the 5th of March. In the Hertfordshire FA Senior Cup quarter-finals, 
St. Joseph's are now just one game, sorry, two games away from retaining the trophy they won last season for a seventh time after a 5-1 of a victory over FMW Wanderers. Johnny Hopkins gave Joes the lead after half an hour with an effort from 30 yards out, but within minutes the home side equalised. However, Dan Griggs slotted home to restore the lead just before the break. In the second half, Jake Tabor netted twice, followed by a second goal from Dan Griggs to seal the win. The win sets up a semi-final against Southbury, who beat North Watford 3-2 to prevent an all-Watford Sunday League last four tie. North Watford gave themselves an uphill task by conceding two early goals, but they battled back with a goal from Omar Fassell and then Lamal Hubbard headed home the equaliser. But, despite heavy North Watford pressure, they failed to score further goals, and in the final minutes, Southbury broke on the counter-attack to score the winner. In the Hertfordshire FA Intermediate Cup semi-final, Woodside attempted to reach a consecutive second county cup final after losing on penalties in the Junior Cup final last season. However, the match ended in a narrow 1-0 defeat to their opponents, Little Heath. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup semi-finals, the league's first domestic cup final has been confirmed after Everett Rovers and St Joseph's Reserves came through hard-fought ties against Sparta Phoenix and the Cross respectively. Third Division Everett Rovers beat Second Division Sparta Phoenix 2-1. Everett opened the scoring when Michael Dankwa was put through and lobbed the unrushing keeper. Louis Muncie made it 2-0 with a cool finish, but should have scored a second minutes later, but for last-ditch Sparta defending on the line. The second half saw Sparta come back into the game after Everett Stephen Bunting scored an own goal when he sliced the ball into his own net while trying to clear across. They will now face St Joseph's reserves in the final after they won 5-4 on penalties after a 1-1 draw, in which Ben Foley netted for Joes and Troy Norbert for Cross. In the Premier Division, with the top four not in action this week, the focus was on the game's which included all the teams in the bottom half of the table. Evergreen secured a third win of the season as they beat Old Falarians 3-2, who have now slipped to the bottom of the table. Jake Sahota gave Evergreen the lead before Tommy Seaton doubled the lead with a penalty after a handball. In the second half, Falarians battled back into the game First, a through ball from the left from Charlie Haley found James Rose, who hit a left foot shot in off the far post. Valerians then drew level soon after, with Jake N. Twistle capitalising on an error at the back 
to beat the keeper from a tight angle. Ultimately, it was the home side who had the final say. Then Adams saw his left effort blocked on the line before Jake Sohova scored his second of the game, firing home the rebound from close range. The local derby between SC Unicorn and Abbots Langley Club saw the team share eight goals in a 4-4 draw. Abbots took the lead as Alex Nottage found space at the back and found the back of the net, emphatically. However, the lead was relatively short-lived when Brett Parkins found room in the box and set Jamie Calvin up who cut inside and curled across into the box, which somehow went all the way through and into the net. Abbotts regained the lead from a corner, which was headed home at the back post by Carl Clifford. In the second half, it looked like Abbotts would take all three points as they took a two-goal lead. First through Alex Nottage with his second of the game and then with the looping header from Mark Riddick. But the game was not over and Unicorn took away a point with Danny Warwick pulling a goal back before he turned provider for Krasi Makarovic to bundle home from close range. In Division 1, Watford Sports lead the table after they beat Langleyberry Cricket Club 9-1, the second time in three weeks that they have conceded nine goals in a game. Sports had a three-goal lead by the break thanks to two goals from Harry Bennett and one from Joe Blagden. Then, in the second half, Blagden completed his hat-trick with two goals. Taylor Kemp grabbed two more with Harry Bennett completing his own hat-trick. Ben French got the last of the nine goals with 20 minutes left, before Langleyberry scored a consolation with the last kick of the game through Oliver Eilot. Forza Watford missed the chance to draw level on points with sports after they were held to a 1-1 draw by mid-table Cheshire United. Luke Border netting for Forza and James Richmond for Chess. In Division 2, Glen Sports and Social Club had a rewarding morning from their double header with fellow promotion contenders Donbar, with 4 1 and 12 0 wins. The first game saw Donbar score their only goal of the two games from Jay Haynes. With Sam Clark netting twice, Chris Blunden and John Smith both on target. In the second game, they ran riot, scoring 12 times. Chris Blunden scored four times, supported by two hat-tricks from Sam Clark and Frankie Henley. With John Smith and Grant Avis also on target for the Glen. The mid-table game between BBFC and Francis George saw an away win 3-1, thanks to goals from Gary Wallace, Elliot K. Jessup and Ashley Cox, with Danny Wallace putting in the sole reply for BBFC, the home side. 
in Division 3, leaders enter the second from bottom AFC Watford for a straight, uh, sorry, for a second straight week. This was a far closer affair with a 2-1 win than the 3-0 win seven days earlier. Mike Craggs and Alex Nottage with the inch goals and Joe Rock with the sole AFC Watford reply. Batchworth still hot on the heels of Inter after grinding out a 3-2 win against fellow contenders Chorley Wood Club AFC. Marcus Rivers, John Robertson and Harry Lord with the goals for Batchworth with Ebenezer Essien and Jordan Allen replying for Chorley Wood Club. The win leaves Batchworth three points behind Inter with both, ga- uh, both sides having three games left to play. Although Batchworth's vastly superior goal difference in effect cuts that lead down to just two points. Woodside Reserves beat bottom place PTH United 5-1, who suffered the same uh, sorry suffered defeat by the same score for the second time for the second week running. Andre Federico and Ryan Knight both scored braces with Tyrone Brandy also on target. Alex Dean replied for PTH. The final game saw Rio Rovers beat Brickywood Acorns 6-3. Luke Perry with a double alongside single goals from Richard McCrossan, Lucas Pereira, Carl McKenzie Quay and Spencer Hurd. Jack Micklewright, George Davis and Stuart Orchard replied for Acorns. That's it for this week's podcast and we look forward to being back with you next week with all the news and information on the games to be played on the 12th of March. Searching for players, searching for clubs, find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.